The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. For all in a minute, so uh, Curry just hit a bomb three. He's got 14, and he's got four threes in the game. And uh, they're up 27, now 25 after the Pistons get a kiss off the glass. So all Warriors. Uh, the only uh, other game was the T-Wolves beating the Knicks by two. Uh, the Knicks covered, however. And uh, I wanted to look at hockey. Uh, Willie O'Ree had his uh, number retired by the Bruins tonight in Boston. Big celebration. Um, of course, first African-American to play in the NHL. But the Canes uh, whipped the Bruins when that was all done. 7-1 to one, Carolina. Oh, my God. They just pounded Boston. The Sabres beat the Senators 3-1 to one in Ottawa. The Capitals in overtime beat the Jets in D.C. 4-3. to three. The Islanders in a shootout over the Flyers 4-3. to three. So uh, the Islanders are hot all of a sudden. And the Canucks beat the Predators in Smashville 3-1. to So I had a terrible night in the NHL. It is what it is. I guess I'm having a bad day all around with all my injuries and problems. I can't even think straight, let alone uh, bet straight. I'm just, I, I, you know, I, almost to the point where I just don't care about any game. Oh, Clay Thompson with a bomb three. They're all hitting them 66-38 at the half. Thompson with a step-back dagger three from the corner. He's got the crowd all riled up. Scotty, remember when Tuka Rath said he'd come back for uh, play for beer? Yeah, I think I, he wouldn't be even worth O'Doul's right now. <laughs> that, that Bruins game, he gave up five goals on 12 shots in the first period. Oh, uh, uh, the, the old goalie, what's his name again? Zuccaras came back and got lit oh, yeah. up. Was that his first game he played? No, it wasn't his first game. I think he started playing last week or the week before. It's been like the last couple of weeks, and he just got toasted in that game completely by Carolina. Wow. Yeah, he got lit up. So uh, in that uh, Warriors That was his second game. game. Oh, there you go. So in that Warriors game, Thompson has 17. He's got three threes. 
Curry's got four threes. And then uh, Kaminga's got one. Wiggins has one. They're 10 of 21, 47% from three. And uh, 66 38, they lead the uh, Pistons. Curry's got 14. Thompson, uh, like I said, 17. Wiggins has 13. On the, uh, on the other side, Stewart has 14. That's the guy that uh, tried to kill LeBron. And uh, Cunningham has eight, but he's not shooting well. Three of eight from the floor. Do you think the uh, Warriors, after you saw them struggle on the road, do you still think, uh, like a lot of people, that they're the best team in the NBA? Or do you think the Suns are better than them? No, I don't think they're the best team. I never thought they were the best team. I thought they were a hot team. They're a very good team. But still, you know, you with those guys, they, they have some better players now. You know, Poole's playing really well for them. They have some other guys, you know, doing very well in their roles. But if you can't keep Curry or Thompson or Draymond, you know, healthy, you, just like we talk about with Brooklyn with the big three, those big three aren't together. It, it's a different team. And, you know, it's easy to forget those guys are in their 30s now. They, this isn't the team that it was five, six years ago. These guys can just light it up and, you know, have no worries about them getting hurt. Clay Thompson just came back from being off two years. You know, Draymond Green, when he plays violent now, he's out for a week or, you know, a couple games here or there. You know, now Curry, after he was carrying everything, he's breaking down a little bit. He seems tired already at this point of the season. He needs that all-star break. So they're a good team. They have a lot of talent. They have some guys filling some roles that they didn't last year to help out Curry and those other guys. But still, they're not the best team. I agree with you that you know, the Suns are the best team. We've seen them do it game in, game out. And they have a lot of young players that are filling in the roles you know, behind the older guy like CP3. Even Booker, who's a veteran, is still young compared to the guys in Golden State and the Lakers and some of these other teams. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio, San Diego, near Tijuana, do you wanna? Sports Map Radio Network in Houston, Sports Byline USA in a city by the bay, and Armed Forces Radio all over the globe. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. It's for all on a bench on a Tuesday night. Uh, so when you heard the stories we were running today about Harden uh, relocating and uh, – you know, Philly wants him and all the rest. We've heard these rumors. Do you buy it, or do you think he wants to stay with the Nets? Well, we've heard the Maury thing, you know, the, the connection with him once he came to Philly that was brought up, especially when you started talking about, you know, teams to get rid of Simmons to. The thing for me that, you know, we didn't really talk about on the show is that I think, you know, you're looking at it, and don't forget, they, they signed Durant to an extension this summer. They wanted to sign all three, and then it was kind of like, all right, we're going to go Curry, uh, Kyrie next, and then we'll get to Harden. And then when Kyrie did the whole thing of I'm not getting vaxxed, I'm not playing, it kind of held that all up. And then Harden never got his deal either. He never really got his offer. So, you know, I, I think there might be some hard feelings there too where he's saying, listen, this guy's screwing the team by not playing. I'm here busting my ass night in, night out. You're not offering me the extension that you should be. Should forget about him and, you know, give it to me. And you're not doing that? You know what? Maybe it's not worth me staying here. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, 10 seconds. That makes sense. That makes sense. So... Uh, I'd hate to see him leave. I like watching Five. that guy play ball every night. It's for all on a bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the winning edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. for on the bench so uh you know uh we got these uh divisional semis coming up uh saturday and sunday in the nfl and we talked to uh joe ranieri today on coast to coast he has the bills winning the super bowl were you surprised mafia that that's who he picked to win it all i think i was surprised i mean obviously we had a great performance by them last week but there's been times this year where they've really struggled. We saw the, you know, the game against the Jaguars. It took them a long time to get the running game even you know, looking like it was alive, let alone the huge game they had last week. I don't know how much I trust that. i got to see them do it you know, in consecutive games. We've seen big games against bad teams. Not that the Pats were a bad team, but we've seen them have big games, and then the next game just fall off. Not that you're going to usually do that in the playoffs. You're not going to take a game off, but I need to see it consistently before I believe in them. When you got Brady still around, when you still have Rodgers, when you have the you know, the kind of offense that you know a team like the Rams can put up, even in the AFC, when you you know that Titans team, twelve wins without the best running back in the league, you know they're just running it still with other guys doing consistent, just playing the the, the small ball you know esque football that they do to win and just grinding things out. I think there are a lot of dangerous teams that are still left, and I need to see you know at least another week from the Bills before I can jump on the bandwagon. Do you think, um, you know, when they talk about you know Brady and and Manning, uh, do you think that Mahomes and and Allen are the new version of that? Uh, not yet. Mahomes is, you know, right on the cusp of that. We've seen him be good multiple years, you know, back-to-back Super Bowls that he was in, won one, lost one. This year was an off year for him. You know, we saw him throwing a lot more turnovers. We saw him, you know, the, the risky plays that he was making before, now all of a sudden we're going against him. You know, when you, Brady and Manning, 
were good every year. It wasn't like, hey, they had good years, you know, two years and then like an off year and they're okay and just got by. Like Manning made no names into Hall of Famers. Brady did the same thing. Like he made teams that, you know, you couldn't even name his starting receivers into, you know, just juggernauts throughout the regular season and postseason. So Allen's had a couple decent years. Uh, some, well, not just decent, good years. Although this year there was a lot expected of him, you know, People saying hey, he shouldn't be MVP. They should just roll through the AFC East, and he struggled at times too. So they have a long. Mahomes is closer. Allen still has a ways to go because while he has shown some signs of being awesome, he's had some off games too that those other guys just didn't have. Wow. So, um, what do you think it's going to take for them to to win in Kansas City over Mahomes? I mean. I don't think they can have another flawless, perfect game with no penalties and no punts and no turnovers and, you know, uh, touchdowns on every drive. I don't think that's possible two games in a row, particularly when you're on the road now. No, what's going to take is, you know, a lot of grinding it out, a lot of, you know, ground game, a lot of they need to score touchdowns first and foremost, because that's been their problem before against Kansas City is that, you know, we've seen times where, the coaches decide, all right, you know, we're going to go for a field goal. And is Kansas City the team that they were last year or the year before where they're scoring in every possession? No, but you still can't give them that chance because you know Andy Reid's going to take those chances. Even though Andy Reid has been around forever and an old-school kind of coach, they go for it. The enemy has them going for points. He, he goes for the big plays. So I think that the big thing for the Bills is, A, you need to get seven. You can't be settling for three all the time. You need touchdowns. needs to be in the end zone. And then B, you have to grind that clock down because while we know Kansas City is a quick strike offense at times, you know, they are a little more plotting this year. It isn't just Tyreek Hill bombs every you know other play scoring touchdowns. They actually have had to reinvent themselves a little bit and make him more of a possession receiver at times and make Kelsey, you know, get those first downs and just keep moving the chains so they can get closer. So it's touchdowns and grind it out. It's you cannot let them get the ball in their hands and just air it out because your best defensive back's gone. So the more that that defense is out there, does a good job, you know, making up for that. But the more they're out there covering Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, and then you know they've gotten uh, other guys involved too, Pringle, whoever. Uh, obviously, Mahomes has Kelsey and uh, and you know Hill down pat. He he knows them like the back of his hand. He hits them a lot. They still, I mean, they still score touchdowns left and right, both of them. I mean, uh, Kelsey owned the Steelers. It was embarrassing that they weren't – it was like they weren't even guarding him. And uh, uh, that you're just asking for – it's a kiss of death. You're going to let that guy run amok and do whatever he wants and don't guard him and just let him catch the ball and tear off, you know, down the sideline for a touchdown like they did? Made me sick to my stomach. Uh, but I think they – you know, I would agree with you. They got to keep Mahomes off the field. Uh, you got to keep Mahomes on the sideline and not able to do his thing. If he doesn't have time to do his thing, uh, he won't win. And, you know, what they did with him, Tampa in the Super Bowl, was they put him on his ass and they, you know, he had the bad toe or whatever, and they just chased him and he was running backwards the whole game. They got to knock him out of his game where he has control. When he's in control and he's moving the offense and he's throwing the ball well, He's passing it to all his guys, keeps getting first downs and touchdowns. There's no stopping him. But if you keep him on the sideline, he can't do it. 
And if you put him on his ass, he can't do it. You know, the Steelers got to him a couple times. They sacked him a couple times. But uh, they got their hands up. They knocked some passes up in the air, picked one off. Bush picked one off. So they gave him the business for a quarter, but then that all dissipated and, and they uh, blew him out because he got into a rhythm and he got to start doing his thing. Once that guy starts doing his thing, you're doomed. I mean, let's face facts. Like the numbers he's put up in his short career so far are staggering. And uh, that's why he got all that money from Kansas City. But three straight Super Bowls, if they make it this year, uh, you can't deny that he's incredible uh, when he gets going, Moff. Right. And, you know, that was the thing last week. You talked about it before that game was, you know, the defense needs to get off the field for the uh, for Steelers. And the early going, they were. And that's why they were successful. They were getting, you know, a couple plays and then a punt. The problem was the offense was doing the same thing. So just when they get off the field, you know, they start to catch their breath, get a drink of water, and it's like, oh, go put your helmet back on because the offense didn't do a damn thing. So then all of a sudden you get to the late stages of the second quarter and then they start getting picked apart. So that's going to be a big key for them because you can have that happen with Buffalo. They need to have long, sustained drives. They need to kill the clock. They need to cast out the Kansas City defense and make them average because they've had some great games where they were awesome and some games where they're mediocre. The more you leave them out there, the more tired they're going to be. And, you know, for Mahomes, it's all about getting him to move the right way. You know, because the guy's going to move. We've seen him make plays, you know, and the scramble plays. Those are the most epic ones, right, where he's, you know, looks like he's going to get tackled and all of a sudden he just flips it to a guy or just throws across the body and it works out perfect. But what you saw in the Super Bowl was he was going backwards. He wasn't running forwards. He wasn't running sideline to sideline. He was running backwards. When you're running backwards, you're going away from your target. You're throwing off the back foot. And that's where they were, you know, eating him alive. That's where he was getting turnovers. That's where he was making bad plays or the plays that, you know, he was able to make during the regular season suddenly couldn't happen because he didn't have the same zip on the ball moving backwards. So when you chase him, you got to set those edges. You got to, you know, stay in your lanes and make him move away from the line. Well, uh, so that game Sunday night at Arrowhead, uh, it sounds like you're going to take Kansas City. I'm leaning towards him right now. I still have to wait for my final decision on that one. I got to see what happens with the weather, injuries, if we get Edwards Hilaire back in there to help with the running game. I'm leaning towards them, though, because I just haven't seen it consistently enough from the Bills yet. So the early game is uh, Rams-Buccaneers on Sunday. When we come back, we'll hit Saturday's games uh, and that uh, Sunday game in Tampa uh, with Mafia. It's Pharrell on a bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. 
Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. Duke just hit a big three in the corner. Uh, they're up 74-72 on Florida State in overtime. What a game in Tallahassee. Clutch shot from the corner pocket. Dribble, drive into the lane, kick it into the corner all alone, leaving him with nobody on him. And he pulled up and nailed the shot. And uh, Duke's got the lead by two. Meanwhile, Florida State had this game. I mean, they were up like as many as nine in the second half and let it slip through their fingers, and Duke came back and forced overtime. And uh, hell of a game. Duke by two with two minutes left, 2.16 left. And uh, I switched over to this game because the other game, the Warriors game, which I'll, I'll go back to, but they're kicking their ass so bad. I mean, they're just doing the Pistons. And it's like a scrimmage watching them just jack threes and run it up and dunk and humiliate Detroit. So it looks like they're going to be able to handle that 15 and a half, no problem. All right, Mafia, let's go to uh, Saturday uh, when it all starts. And it's the Bengals and Titans from Nashville and Tennessee's laying three and a half. How do you feel about uh, the Bengals and Joe Burrow on the road now, not in their friendly confines. Yeah, the road is always tougher, especially in the playoffs for a young team like this who hasn't, you know, been doing this before. Burrow won the first playoff game, but you know that Raiders team was, you know, barely lucky to be there. They they snuck in there at the end. You know, the Titans are the number one seed. They have the best running game in the, the running back in the game. No offense to Jonathan Taylor. He was awesome this year in Henry's absence, but he's still number two in the league as long as King Henry is there. We'll see what he's like. That's going to be a big key here is what can he actually do? Is he going to be like his old self in his first game back, or is he going to be a step slower? Is there going to be something you know off with him? I am leaning towards the, the Titans right now in that game, being at home, being the better team, you know, having the experience. But that Burrow and Chase and that receiving core are very dangerous. It's just going to be, you know, can their defense keep the Titans' offense off the field? Can they get them back off there and not let them just eat up all that clock and not give them any time? I'm leading Titans, but it's going to be a close game. I think there's going to be punches thrown both ways. Burrow's not going to go out lightly. Do you think that that Raider game took a toll on them at all? No, I don't think the Raider game really took a toll on them. I think it was, you know, a good game, a tough game, but you know, there's a lot of young guys on that team. I think they're fine for this one. He had his rest the week before. Well, I mean, the Titans had a whole week of rest. They didn't have to play. I think that's 
at some level, some kind of an advantage. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it definitely is in football. You know, when you're all banged up, especially this year, the first year that these guys are playing 17 games, 18 weeks, then you know that's that extra game that takes you know those nicks and those bruises and those bumps and makes you you know a little worse for the wear before you get to the playoffs even. So I think that obviously was huge, and they were the only ones in the AFC who got that. Yeah, well, I, you know, look, uh, they got a great defense, a great pass rush. A uh, veteran quarterback that everybody just doesn't respect. Nobody gives Tannehill any respect. Meanwhile, they win 12 games, and they uh, get the number one seed. And uh, they're playing at home, rowdy crowd, everybody drunk, great pass rush. Like I said, uh, the defense has you know, been great for Vrabel. I think they've stood out, that defense. All they do is win, even without Henry. Henry missed a ton of time from... November 1st until now, so they won without him. Uh, and no one thought that was going to happen either, but they, they did. They they got it done, so they earned it. Uh, I, you know, it's not like I'm afraid of them as the number one seed. I think, you know, whoever wins that Chiefs-Bills game probably going to beat them, even in Nashville. But I got this feeling they can handle the Bengals, and I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are good. But the bottom line is, is Carr should have scored there at the end of that game and forced overtime. I thought the Bengals messed around with the Raiders, Moff. Yeah, don't forget you talk about you know the the Titans and the missing Henry, but they also were missing Brown at a bunch of points during the season. You know, Julio was in and out of the lineup, barely played sometimes. You know, their receiving core was banged up throughout the season, and sometimes you know barely even there for Tannehill. So there's been a lot of injuries and in guys that they have gone through, and they've found some great weapons to. You know, fill those roles and make up for those guys, you know, not being there at times. I mean, uh, Jones is, uh, it's unbelievable what's happened to him uh, since Atlanta. I think he's been injured more than he's played. Yeah, which is what the usual for him the last couple of years, right? As great as he is, if he's not in the field, he's worthless. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he's, you know, fallen off a cliff in terms of, uh, being, you know, the best or whatever because he, he never plays. So I think guys have passed him. And, I mean, Cooper Cup's been unbelievable. And I think the guy, Jamar Chase, has been unbelievable. And, you know. Uh, Devontae Adams. Diggs. Every year. Uh, Diggs has been great in Buffalo. And Adams is, I mean, Adams is just a freak of nature. So there's all kinds of guys. Uh, Hopkins, but Hopkins started getting hurt for Arizona. He didn't uh, make it to the end of the season. He he missed uh, the game. So when they lost him, I, I think it really hurt Arizona. I mean, they basically had uh, Green to throw to. That was it. I, I think that killed them. I, I cannot believe how they ended up on a scrap heap, the Arizona team, after starting 7-0. Could you believe that? I couldn't, you know, I was surprised that they started like that. I, I never really had, you know, high expectations of, uh, you know, Clinton Kingsbury as a coach. I thought Murray, I, I thought it was a reach grab them that high, but the guy came in and has been awesome the last two years. But like you said, once he lost that safety about the Hopkins, I mean, you could throw it up. Diop was going to go get it. He's one of those kind of receivers, kind of like a, a Randy Moss. You throw a 50-50 ball. No, the odds are in his favor of getting it. It's not really 50-50. It's 70-30, you know, for Hop. So not having that and, you know, the great routes he runs and the ways he gets open really hurt them. And while Christian Kirk was a good receiver and, you know, Green's a good receiver, they're not even on that level. And those guys getting, you know, the, the attention that they got without him in that lineup changed things. Even adding Ertz 
didn't do enough to you know take the pressure off the other receivers. And you know, and then you had the, the running backs banged up. Edmonds was in and out of the lineup late in the season. Then Connor got banged up late. So there, everybody on that offense was hurt at one time or another. Murray was hurt. They just once they started having the injury bug hit them on the offensive side of the ball, it just all went downhill. So Duke's down one with 12 seconds left in overtime, and they're inbounding the ball under the basket. So uh, they got one last shot to win the game. Florida State 79-78. They're going to get a good look in the lane. Blocked. Loose ball. It rolls past half court, and uh, Florida State wins the game. So Florida State upsets Duke. It's got to be tough being Duke, and uh, everywhere you go, they want to beat you. And everywhere you go, they give you their everything. Packed houses, rowdy students, uh, you know, double the effort from, you know, teams. They, they rush the court, and now all these fans down in Tallahassee. Why? They're Florida celebrating State does this 78, 78 win over Duke. Florida State's a good team. Isn't What's this that? like a yearly thing now that they split with Duke, that they usually win at home against Duke? This isn't really a, a big-time thing for them anymore, is it? No, but I think Leonard Hamilton's a great uh, coach. They're 11-5 and five or something like that, Florida State, and obviously uh, everybody kisses Duke's ass. And Duke, you know, always gets the high ranking, the best everything. And uh, But I think they get the best of every – it's like Kansas tonight. You go on the road, you get abused, and, and you get these teams throw the kitchen sink at you because they want to beat you. They want to upset you, and uh, Kansas handled it and won at Norman, and Duke didn't handle it and lost at Tallahassee. I thought the last drive was good. He got in the paint, but uh, they had hands in his face, and he missed, and they got the rebound, but uh, they swatted it out of his hands, and uh, the loose ball rolled all the way across midcourt, and that was the end of it. So do you think the Titans, if they win that game against the Bengals, uh, can win the AFC championship at home, or do you think the winner of that Bills-Chiefs game will go there and beat them? I don't think it's automatic that either of those teams beats them. I think they definitely can win. We've seen them beat the Bills. That was a really great game that they played and you know controlled it, and they shut down Allen and made them make you know some bad plays. So they know they could beat those teams. I, I'm not going to say for sure that they will. I think it's going to be very tight either way. And that's going to be one of those you have to wait and see, you know, the, who's healthy, who gets hurt this week, what the weather's like. Those things are going to factor in. But that's going to be a great AFC championship game no matter who he match, they match up with if they get in that game. Uh, it won't be that cold in uh, Nashville. So uh, I think the conditions will be – it's either raining or it isn't. But, I, you know, it's not going to be snowing. So uh, – it's a question of how healthy do they come out of this game with the Bengals? Can they win the game? If they win the game, do they look good? If they look good, then a lot of people are going to probably bet on them to win uh, because they're playing at home. But I still think uh, the Chiefs and Bills are better than them. I think they're better teams. I think Tennessee had a better season, got a better record, got the number one seed. But I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I think both of those other teams, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo, are better than them. And I think a lot of betters are going to bet on those teams on the road uh, to beat uh, the Titans. So we'll see. But they got to do their part. They got to beat uh, the Bengals and get that game at home. They can't screw this opportunity up. When you're the number one seed, you got to win the divisional semi and get into the title game. It's Pharrell on a bench.
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Feel like you got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use Ship Same Day Delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asks them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash high. It's a jungle out there. So many possibilities, prospects, and probabilities. It's easy to become overwhelmed. That's where we come in. Relax. We're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. All right, so the big game on Saturday is Saturday night at Lambeau Field. The Niners go in to take on uh, the Packers. The number's five and a half. Uh, of course, the Packers are favored. They're undefeated at home. Uh, this year they went 8-0. They've had a bye. The Niners had to go to Dallas and win, which they did. Uh, the Niners are on fire. They're winning. They're hot. Three in a row, 8 of 10. They've been uh, playing real physical, fast football, confident football. Getting to the quarterback, uh, big hits, big plays, running the ball well, passing the ball well. Uh, I find it strange. So everyone thinks that uh, Jimmy G, who just I thought played beautifully in Dallas and who never gets any respect whatsoever, obviously he's going to be gone from San Francisco. Uh, That's what the word is, that he's out. Trey Lance will be the quarterback, and they treat him like a dog. Uh, meanwhile, he was, I think, pretty phenomenal. And uh, everybody thinks he's not going to do anything in that cold weather, that he's just automatically a done deal and that they're going to lose. I find that crazy. I mean, the guy's on fire right now. He's passing the ball brilliantly. Yeah, he's playing really well through the pain, although, you know, he's even going to be more banged up now. We had that the shoulder sprain that he played through last week. Uh, he's going to do his thing. He's going to play, you know, he's going to make some plays here. But I think we're going to see another one or two of those you know, plays we saw at the end of the game that almost cost them when he threw that pick. I think he's going to be a little more banged up. The big thing for them is, is even less so on Jimmy G. I th- obviously, he's a huge factor, but it's going to be the health of the defense. You know, Do you get Bosa back out of concussion protocol? Is Warner you know, healthy and good to go? Or is he going to be hobbled? Because you can't be down men against Aaron Rodgers. You know, that team, like you said about the Tennessee Titans, 
They're rested now, so they're going to be all healthy coming in. And you have this Hall of Famer who is just on a mission to just flip the bird to everybody in the NFL this year. If you were missing those two guys on your defense and have to start doing different blitzes and stuff to cover up and you know make up a pass rush because they're not there, he's going to eat you alive. Do you think he's going to win another Super Bowl, win his second? Uh, it seems like he should. You know, the way that they play, the undefeated at home, just doing whatever he wants better this year than last year than years previous, even though he's, you know, getting up there in age right now. It seems like he, they're destined for it, but outside of that one, he seemed like he's been destined for it before and just gets snake bit somehow for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think it's going to be Tampa taking them down again this year because I don't think Tampa's as good this year as they were last year. They're too banged up, and the depth is not good for them this year. But I feel like, you know, he obviously is pointing towards possibly doing it, that he should, but it just there's something inside him that says there's going to be something that costs him for it, and that's just going to be the, the legacy that he has, that he always gets so close and then can't get that second one. Do you think it's because they've had to play those title games on the road? No, because they had to, they had the title game at home last year, and they've had the title game at right. home before. So it's not that you know not being at Lambeau is the thing that costs him. It's just for some reason there's that one play that just doesn't come out the right way, and he tries to do it all. Still, you know, you got to give him credit. You know how many of those the hail mary bombs have we seen thrown in, in Arizona? You know to to get the game continued, even though he should have lost her, you know a couple of years ago. So he tries to put it on his back. Although then again, you had the one last year where he had the wide open path to the end zone that he didn't take that you've seen him do so many times before. So he tries to do everything. He, he gets them in games. He keeps them in games that they're getting blown out in. But for some reason, that one extra play just never seems to come for him since he won that first Super Bowl. He, uh, he lost to San Francisco the year before that in Santa Clara to the Niners. Uh, do you think that the Niners feel like uh, – in some capacity or another, they have the Packers number. I know they lost to him 30 to 28 this year, but once again, it was a really close game that could have gone either way. I don't think they feel like they have their number, but I think they feel like they can compete with them. They feel like they're just as good with them. And they've shown it at times this year. Of course, there has been their struggles in other games, especially when they had, you know, some big injury problems with the running backs where pretty much Everybody that was in the running back room was, you know, concussed or hurt or something. Where they had the one one week where they were what down there like fifth string running back. That's how you started getting Debo Samuel rushing the ball, and now the guys, you know, playing dual position for them pretty much. But now they have a lot of those guys back, and that they're you know playing at their top level, especially the last couple of weeks. The you know the big game against L.A. The win last week against Dallas. I think they feel like they're playing their best football right now, and they're just as good as Green Bay. I just think that Green Bay is a little bit better. Well, Debo's been uh, unbelievable. I mean, every time he touches the ball, something big happens. And uh, I feel like they actually, they're playing so hot right now. I think they think they can beat anybody. You know, you get hot like that. You could be a wild card like the Giants were and go to Lambeau and it's 40 below and they still win. Uh, When a team's hot, that's what, you know, in my opinion, like there's nothing more dangerous than a hot football team or a hot hockey team in a Stanley Cup playoff or a, you know, NFL tournament. So I think it's the team that's playing the best football that's hot that's the most dangerous, don't you? Yeah, it is how you're playing right now in January or February. That's what matters most. You know, you see all these teams early on and you talk about, you know, teams that are struggling, which San Francisco was early on this season. And, you know, they always say, like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're getting better. We're making our improvements. They're like, all right, yeah, whatever. Like, 
they act like these games don't matter, but you're getting your ass kicked in October and you know November, and you're getting embarrassed. It matters. Well, you know, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you just have to make the tournament. Sometimes you just have to be, you know, peaking at the right time. You've talked about that with, you know, how many teams in every sport, whether it be baseball, where teams are on like a, you know, 19-game win streak, and then they ends right before the playoffs, and now you're like, well, you know, they blew their stack. They got nothing left. So it's all about peaking when it matters the most, and that's what they're doing right now. So, uh... Do you think that Tampa's going to – or uh, the, the, the Niners going to wilt in that cold weather, or do you think that's not a problem for them? They're just going to show up and ball? No, I mean, the weather obviously has some kinds of effects with how you can do things with the ball, you know, where there's a rock and you're trying to throw it, or, you know, if you're banged up and your muscles are tightening, you know, might have some guys pull up lame, where it might be better if they were out in California and had some of the warmer weather, but I, I don't think it's going to change the game. I don't think it's going to be the weather going to be you know, such a huge factor in that respect. Well, uh, the other one is uh, Sunday in uh, Raymond James. The first game is Rams and Buccaneers. How do you think uh, Stafford's going to do in this game compared to uh, what he did to Arizona last night? I think he's going to come back down to earth a little bit. He had an incredible game, you know, in that game against Arizona. It's just so hard to pick against Brady. I want to go say, hey, well, the Rams looked amazing, and Tampa – you know, it doesn't have the depth, and they can kind of struggle at times when we've seen it. So I think, you know, this is the year that they get picked off. But I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. But I just can't believe in the Rams to be the ones to knock them off and, you know, go to the next level because this is the first time Stafford's ever won in the playoffs. This is, you know, we've seen the Rams have great seasons and choke before. And, you know, you were talking about consistency. Well, A, Tom Brady is the picture of consistency, as you you know heard Arians talk about today, and you know you pointed out, yeah, when Arians like in past seasons we had these injuries, and you know we're eight and eight. It's like yeah, because in past seasons you're playing Jameis Winston, who was throwing the ball to the other team half the time. Now you have Tom Brady, who's the greatest ever, and he you know makes sure you get the wins that you wouldn't have gotten with any other quarterback. So that's why they're winning still, even though they're banged up. Eventually, that's going to catch up to them. I just can't trust the Rams to be the ones to do it because we've seen them choke. You know, they choked in the playoffs last year. They choked in the Super Bowl against New England and, oh, Tom Brady. And also the fact that, you know, even this year we saw just some stinkers from them at times. They'd be world beaters you know, like they were when they beat Tampa earlier this year. And then they had that three-game losing streak in a row right before, you know, their bye week where you're like, who is this team? You know, and you're thinking that Stafford looks worse than he's ever looked in, even in Detroit. They rebounded nicely towards the end here. OBJ's having a good run with his time in L.A., but still, I'm not trusting them against Tom Brady. They're not consistent enough yet. I think they need to utilize OBJ some more. I mean, he was so huge in that game last night. He made so many plays. He even threw a big pass. Uh, I thought he looked terrific. And, uh, you know, I think he's an asshat, but he has gone to the Rams, and I think he's really showed out. I think he's played really good football. And uh, he's been impressive. I think they need to keep throwing it to him. They do. And, you know, one, one other thing that's important for me is going to be key. The, chan- the best chance the Rams have is if you have Wirfs and some of these other guys on the offensive line for Tampa that got banged up last week. If they're not there, then that could change things because, you know, you already have a great defense, especially the front with Donald, Miller, those other guys that can, you know, rush the passer. If you don't have your all-pro, you know, line in front of Tom Brady – that's where we see him become human. When we've seen guys get in the backfield, make him move, get off the spot, and actually you know, try to scramble and make things happen. That's not his game. He's not the new school. He's the old school pocket passer, only scrambles when he has to. 
So that could factor in if we don't get some of these Bucks, you know, offensive linemen back. I'm still leaning on him though and his, you know, expertise and arm because it's one thing to beat him and beat him as badly as they did early in the season. That guy, he ain't losing to a lot of people twice. Yeah, and he, I mean, I think he's the whole team. I mean, he lo- loses his top two receivers and it doesn't even matter. I think he's the only reason they win. I think he's the reason they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I thought their defense played great in, in the playoffs last year, but that defense didn't play great this year. I, I thought he played great. He had a you know, record-setting year uh, at his age. For the numbers he put up was sickening, and he, and he still gets treated like – I mean, I saw people today ranking him third of the remaining quarterbacks. I mean, I don't, I don't disrespect Mahomes and, and Rodgers. They're incredible, but I don't think they're – I don't think uh, – I think Aaron Rodgers has been incredible in his career, and he's going to win another MVP, but I still think Brady's better. No, there's no question. He's the greatest of all time, so you can't put anybody above him until he hangs it up, really. I mean, as dynamic as those guys are, the great plays they make, and, you know, Mahomes obviously much younger than both those guys, so he still has a lot left and a lot more strength and ability to run and things like that. Until you beat him, you can't be better than him, right? Can you believe that guy's going to go belly to belly in his career and, and be like, bottom line is, is when he came in for Bledsoe, he won the Super Bowl. And he's been great ever since. He's never been bad. He's just, he's been great. Even at 44, he's great. He's never been average. He's never been, uh, he's never had, you know, any kind of failure, losing streaks, nothing. All the guy does is win and go to Super Bowls and win rings. It really is amazing that he's still as good as he is. Uh, And you're right, until he hangs it up. He might be great until he hangs it up. We may never see him bad. Yeah, as long as he, you know, hangs up at the right time because we've all said over and over, like, all right, this is going to be the year he drops off. This can't keep happening, and it, it does. But eventually there will be a time that he drops off, so it's all about if he can time it right or not. Well, I mean, Manning uh, was throwing ducks his last year in Denver. He couldn't even throw the yeah. ball. Uh, I've never seen that from from Brady. No, but so, Brady was never the, the big arm that Manning was. Brady's always been the more cerebral quarterback. He'll throw a couple big passes, but Manning would throw all over the field all day. Brady would just pick you apart, you know, death by a million paper cuts. And he knows your uh, – he, he, once he breaks down your defense and knows what he wants to do, he, he crucifies you. So, well, there you go. Uh, it sounds like you're going to stick with Tampa and that it'll be uh, Tampa and Green Bay in the NFC Championship – and uh, it sounds like you're with Rodgers uh, to get it done and that uh, Brady won't get it done this year and won't make it uh, back to the Super Bowl, which I think would be great for all of us. I don't want to spend two weeks talking about Tom Brady. It's for all on a bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. Scott, my buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada, so he hears you crystal clear. I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. So uh, the Warriors are up 20 with eight minutes left. And remember, they're laying 15 and a half. So they were up 27 at one point, and it looked like it was in the bag. They were crushing them. And now it seems like they're laying down and uh, just messing around trying to finish this game out. They already know they got the W, so they're not doing any kind of, like, you know, working hard or moving the ball or taking good shots or just – it's garbage time, but, you know, Detroit's taking each trip seriously and uh, trying to get good looks. So that 15 and a half might be in jeopardy. Who knows? Uh, the Lightning and Kings are tied one all in L.A. with 1048 left in the second. And uh, the other games that were late checked in uh, flames over the Panthers 5-1. Canadians beat the Stars 5-3. Canucks 3-1 over the Predators. Uh, Islanders in a shootout over the Flyers 4-3. Caps 4-3 in overtime over the Jets. Sabres 3-1 over the Senators in Ottawa. And the Canes killed the Bruins in Boston 7-1. That's embarrassing. Minnesota beat the Knicks 112-110. The Knicks blew it, as usual. And in that game, uh, the Warriors game, uh, just so we know what's going on there, 19 for Thompson, 18 for Curry. Wiggins has 19. I'll see you tomorrow, 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast on Sports Grid TV. From New York and for Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Good night. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to Grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com.